Wilson with a play fake. Going deep left side. He's got a man wide open, and the catch is made. That's Pau down the sideline. Neil Pau into the end zone. Touchdown. I say Pau. That's Dax Milne. Milne with the catch from Wilson, and BYU is not slowing down. 70 yards to Dax Milne for the Cougars' touchdown. So literally a half a minute into the second half, BYU is on the board again. Extra point up and good. It's 31 to 7. Welcome in. It is your Cougar Post Game Show live at the TridayTrading.com studios at Thanksgiving Point. Hans Olsen, Will Snowden, bringing you through the night here on 97.5, 12 into the zone of the Zone Sports Network. Mr. Snowden, former BYU running back extraordinaire. It's always times like this that I'm the most embarrassed to do radio with you. You realize that you were you were 10 points off of you were 10 points off of Troy's score and you were 3 points off of BYU's score. You picked 45 to 17. How could you be like where yeah. were you getting your numbers from? I thought I said 45-14, didn't I? <laughs> well, I, I wrote 17. You might have said 14. I think it was 14. Uh, maybe, but maybe I, th- I, I could it could have been 17, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, you 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 wake up early, you you get in you get in the film yeah. you, and, and you you feel like uh this is what Brigham Young's going to come with. Uh, it, it was a complete domination uh, from from beginning to end there's there's nothing to talk about people what do you want us to talk about Br- Brigham Young is absolutely dominant and might win a national title this year <laughs> <laughs> no uh, uh, they, they they look very good man are they physical hands yeah they're physical physical in the trench and that's where you need to be the most physical um they get the win 48 to 7 over Troy a couple of numbers coming out of tonight Zach Wilson, 21 of 25 for 352 yards. He ended up with two touchdowns. Uh, start by talking about Zach Wilson. And I will tell you, Will, and I'll tell everybody else that uh, we're waiting for Kalani Satake to get to the podium. We will jump directly out to that as soon as he hits the podium. You're going to hear from Kalani. You'll probably hear from Zach Wilson and a couple of these other BYU players. But I want you to start by talking about Zach Wilson's performance tonight. Well, really, uh, obviously, uh, very, he was very accurate. And, and, and let's be honest, it's very easy to be accurate when you have time back there. I, I saw him drink a, a Diet Mountain Dew, and the, uh, he, he dropped back. He took a, a swig off of his Diet Mountain Dew, maybe ate, you tasted some Swedish fish, uh-huh. um, and then he made a throw because those guys up front were just protecting him. It was an easy night for Zach, but I will tell you. Two delicious treats, by the way. Don't you love those? Oh, yeah, diet too and, <laughs> and Swedish fish. Yeah, I mean, well, I heard once that I think I was listening to you talk about how you, how aggressively you pound the Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm drinking one right now. They're very delicious. It's cold. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's, back called, to, it's, it's called Heaven's Nectar. Yeah, is that what you call it? Yeah, drips directly from the clouds of heaven. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how they collect diet. <laughs> well, well, regardless, uh, what 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 the maturity of Zach Wilson is is very impressive. Um, he, his body, it looks it, it looks NFL ready. Yeah. The 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 weight that he's gained, uh, the arm strength, um, and, and also he's he his swag, man. He's got some nice swag. I like his release. Obviously, the release is quick. Um, I like the little kick that he's added to his his back his back foot when he releases the ball. It's really uh, Aaron Aaron Rodder uh, Aaron uh, Rodgers Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. um, Patrick yeah ask it, it just it's real pretty. Um, I love the swag. He's out there having fun. He looks like he's twelve years old still, um, but his body looks really good. And I think he's just making all the right choices, um, all the right decisions. And then he has some weapons on the outside, um, and particularly Gunnar Romney's looking really good, and and. Dad Max Milne's looking really good. It's just it's just a great overall team win, and things are easy once again when you win it when you win inside when you win on the offensive line. Uh, it makes everything it makes everyone look great. It does absolutely. Dax Milne and Gunnar Romney basically fighting for receptions throughout the night. Milne ended up with seven catches for 140 yards and one touchdown. Gunnar Romney ended up with five catches, 138 yards, and those two really went back and forth. And you were talking about Zach Wilson and his throwing ability and that touch he has off the back foot. He's doing it really well when he's rolling off to his left. Yeah. You know, you, you put him on the run off to his left, and he's got some serious touch. I actually sent a tweet sometime after the first quarter about Zach Wilson and what he's doing right now. 
every pass has a purpose. So, you know, if, if you're hitting a cross or if you're hitting some type of quick slant, you're going to put a little speed, a little zip on it. You want to get into that pocket before the safety steps up, before coverage tightens, and he's putting that zip on that. Um, if you're rolling out and you've got that streak and the corner gets falls behind, by the way, I, I, I do want to give props to Fessy Satake because I, I, I'm seeing these receivers hit moves and hit hit steps in routes that shows you that they're really working on the finer details of these routes. But, you know, he, he puts the touch on those streaks, those deep balls, those slow goes, and it's they're falling right in the basket. And then the outlet passes, you know, if you've got a Katoa swing or you've got any type of movement out of the backfield, all of those touches are in the basket. So yeah. Zach is hitting all the right touches. I, I know, you know, you, you can just kind of encompass it by saying, He's really hitting the throws, but I'm just breaking down. Every throw and every route has a certain design of a throw that's needed. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it really is, like I talked about earlier, uh, poetry in motion. Because first off, what, what I also am noticing so about Zach is his trust in what's going on up front. Um, there was a particular throw. I think he threw a comeback on the uh, on to BYU's sideline. Some pressure comes, I, I think, from the left side. Um, he stays in the pocket. He, he climbs the pocket really beautifully, throws a nice comeback route. Um, it was I think it was the... I think he made the throw the drive before, bef- right before the uh, before before halftime, where they were able to go down and get some points. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember somewhere around that time, but uh, the majority of this kid, uh, it's just exciting to watch. And, and weekend and week out, he's getting better and better. His confidence is building weekend and week out. Um, he's fun to watch. It's just fun to watch a dude um, having fun playing the game. Um, you know, I was disappointed in all the dancing I saw on the sidelines. It was horrible. Um, I was ashamed uh, uh, of what I saw, I, and that's from from the top to the bottom. Well, because the dancing was bad, or, it was horrible. Or... Yes, yeah, because the dancing is horrible. So it's not. That it, the... Listen, we need to be who we are. We aren't dancers. A few guys, there needs to be a rule, and I'm going to send an email to not only the AD but the head coach and, and the whole university. I'm going to give them a list of players who are allowed to dance, yeah. and half of those dudes who were dancing tonight not are right. off the list. Um, okay, Including Coach Ayu, Jason Ayu. I, I saw enough, and the gentleman standing next to him, I couldn't see it because of the mask, but he, 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 he really almost ruined my whole night. So I'm just telling you how I feel, Hans. Um, I, I, Did some, they throw a flag on him? I would have flagged him and maybe ejected <laughs> him and, and pushed him for the rest of the season because I, I, you know, I don't want to see that. That's not what I'm, I'm looking at and looking uh, for. Uh, you would have ejected him. Ejected him. Oh man! And then they're going to hear it from me too. Hey, uh, go back to that 2000 roster. Name five guys that would have been dancing and five guys that would not have been dancing. Okay, I'm going to be very easy. Um, Dancers would be um, 2,000. I'm going to go with uh, Margin Hooks would have been dancing. Jonathan Pittman would have been dancing. All right. Um, Mike Regel would have been dancing. Uh-huh. And you're noticing something in what I'm saying. Um, Will Snowden would have been dancing. Um, and uh, I'm then, right here. And then I was um, on that. I was was on that roster. Uh, I'm not. You're going to be on the list. This one. It's Satima dancing. Uh, there okay. were several people who would be dancing on that roster. Yeah. Um, on the no dance for sure. The first person would have said no. Absolutely no dancing would have been Hans Olsen. Um, <laughs> oh, for several on, reasons. Man. You have a decent amount of rhythm. The rhythm is there, but I just don't know if your behavior would have been acceptable with the dance. You chose like Elvis Presley, like yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you might have got too much hips, oh, gyrations, man, things that, you, that that just wouldn't have been good. Not for, savory for the fan, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I named five that would, and and I could name probably fifty five that wouldn't be. <laughs> um, so you don't have to take it take it any any bad. Way. Or the other eighty that were on scholarship. Yeah, yeah the other. 80, yeah, that's about how it would have been. Well, uh, Will Snowden, Hans Olsen taking you through on the Cougar Post Game Show. We'll have Kalani Sataki here in just a minute. Um, I want to jump over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I actually had to highlight a rush by Zach Daw. I saw that. So I, I highlighted the rush by Zach Daw. There was there was one other. Well, there was actually three other rushes. Um, Kairos Tonga had two sacks tonight. One of them was a give me. The other one was a one-on-one with the center, and, uh, and he just uh, buffaloed him. Hey, let's be honest. I mean, I wanted to see 
um, Kairos is, is meaning business this year. Um, I, I, I was really impressed with how he handled himself against Navy because I was concerned that all the chopping and, and the pad level that, that Navy plays at would be a problem for Kairos, and it just wasn't. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. I felt absolutely terrible for the center from Troy today. I will be praying for him this evening because he took a beating. Mm-hmm. He will be extremely sore tomorrow, and film is going to be completely um, – let's let's say uncomfortable for the young man he was getting driven back every time thrown into the quarterback almost blew out his starting quarterback's knee by just getting completely uh pummeled at the at the point of attack and that's just not he was not the hammer tonight he was the nail and 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 you know the old saying in football you have to you want to be the hammer or the nail and he chose today that he was going to be the nail and uh, kairos was the hammer just hammering him just and showed no mercy you know, I mean, over and over and over. My wife was watching the game with me and said uh, she was feeling sorry for this young man. Um, and, and but he did fight. I mean, he could have quit. He could have faked the cramp. He could have, you know, you know, we could have fell down. And Second quarter, I'd have been faking something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but and and but he didn't. He hung in there. So that shows that he's a gritty kid. But he needs to. Uh, that was a hard lesson to learn tonight. Kairos was dominant, and the way that Zach Daw showed me some things uh, that I haven't seen in the last two years either, Hans. I, I, I did see your tweet. Um, nice dip, nice rip, great get off early. Beautiful um, hands. R- really nice hands. I mean, he showed me a lot, and I hadn't seen a lot of that type of speed. He, he showed three different it, it, it things. It all started with the get off. Yeah, thing. he really got off really yeah. nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, so I know you had to like that. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. I, I loved seeing some of the pressure that was coming from this defensive line that was one-on-one generated, too. Yeah. It wasn't – this was not generated <laughs> through stunt or blitz. It was one-on-one generated. Yeah, yeah. I mean and, – and, and when's the last time you watched BYU DNs generate off the, the press, just the one-on-one off of a get-off and, and good push and hand fight? Yeah, it, it doesn't happen. It. it used to be uh, the gimmicks, you know, your cross face with something. Yeah, yep. I'm talking about man on man, and, and with the, a little bit with, of speed. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked real pretty. Um, that's something that scouts will like to look at. Uh, okay, so Will, I want you to guess what this BYU defense held Troy's rushing to. Uh, I'm going to give you a hint. It's under 20. Oh yeah, I, I would have said probably. I would have probably said 28 yards, but I'm going to guess 16 yards. Yeah, 19. Yeah, 19 yards. Wow. 19 yards rushing for Troy. Really pathetic. After coming off 250 yards against Middle Tennessee State last weekend. Now, now listen. Middle Tennessee State is just not Brigham Young University, um, and, and and we talked about that early. Um, I, I was shocked at the at the back end play of of. Uh, of uh, Troy tonight. Yeah, I, 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 I expected their secondary to be much better. I didn't see number three, but I saw number four the free, that I think was playing free safety tonight. He didn't impress me at all. Um, number 18 had a rough night. He you know, I, I, and he wasn't even getting double moved. Um, you know, like I said, like you said, hats off to um, Fessy, who's doing a great job with those receivers because they look really good. But it was hard for me to really evaluate how good that secondary was. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a secondary guy. I have a young a young son who's a kind of a technician. Both all my sons were were, were DBs, and yeah. um, my youngster is a real technician. And so I watch very closely with him. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, there was a lot of opening the gate, a lot of not staying square, and a lot uh, of eating the fake. Yeah, it just they just, were eating the fake. Yeah, yeah, it just was not good. It was just very. It mean, but this is always a great team a game for the other team that took the beating, uh, so the coaches can let out their frustrations and coach these guys up so they can be better as they move on um, to pe- to play teams that might be more uh, well matched for them. Hans Olson, Will Snowden, you're listening to the Cougar Post Game Show live at the TridayTrading.com studios at Thanksgiving Point. We're going to be waiting here for just a minute to get Kalani Sataki at the podium. Big Brian back in the studio is going to give us heads up when he hits the podium. Um, Troy ended up with 162 yards passing, but 60 of those 162 yards came off of a single reception. Outside of that, you know, little tiny dinks and dunks. You had about 100 yards to go around. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it feels like that play that the 52 yard. It was like a 52 yard. Uh, mm-hmm. That that led them to their score. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was uh, 
if it was if we were playing cover zero, just manned up because I don't know where the safety was over the middle. Um, but it seems like the backer got we they, Detroit was able to get a mismatch with one of our backers, mm-hmm. beat him up underneath, and and was able to to break free. So um, it, it happens. And uh, but it was let's just call it what it was. It was complete domination. BYU should be really happy. Uh, Coach Sataki should feel really confident about what he's done, doing down there. Um, the new contract is worth it. He's showing that he's 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 put out a team that, that really can match up and play against a lot of teams in this country. Um, and uh, they're not just beating people, they're beating them handily. That's that's what you want to see um, when you're, you're bigger, um, stronger, um, you know, better coached, and... Um, it was a complete dominant uh, domination. BYU getting a big win, forty-eight to seven over Troy. I want to talk a little bit about BYU's rushing. I, I like the way Taylor Algier runs. Oh man, you got to. Uh, I actually like Algier's style a little bit better than Katoa. Yeah. Katoa's universal. Well, Katoa, let's not say that. Katoa had some really nice receiving well, yards out of the Let's not say that you like up. that. I mean, they're different. They're Back different. different. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I'm telling you, I think I like Algier's style better than Katoa's. It's just a little bit more brute, yeah. Uh, and I think a little bit more universal. I'd like to see him get the ball a little bit more, but you know, you split it really between Katoa and Algier. Algier with ten carries, Katoa with eleven. But where Katoa really shines, he loves to come out of the backfield. He was the third leading receiver, four catches for forty yards tonight. Yeah. And and so Katoa does great in his own right. He ended up with seven yards per carry. Is that good in, in running back standard? <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, and Tyler Algier ended up with five yards per carry. Very uh, good. In, in his 10 carries. So both of them very dominant in, in their carries. And um, I, I liked what they did in the run game. Uh, Kalani Sataki coming up to the podium, getting ready to address the media, talking about this BYU win over Troy, 48-7. to We'll hand this thing over to Kalani. Just let me know, Brian, when he's ready to – to kick things off, we'll hand we'll hand it over to Kalani Stocky now. The punt earlier, and I think it was Dax, I believe, that, that did it. And uh, I'm glad our coaches kept believing in him to, to you know, have a presence in, in the game and, and get a continue to return our punts and also, you know, make a difference as a receiver on the field. So uh, re- really pleased with the physical part of the game. I thought our guys were able to respond the right way on defense and, and on, on offense with uh, the – you know, we asked them to toughen up and play some tough football and put our guys in some compromising positions that would test their physical part of the game. And I thought they answered it the well the right way. So looking forward to the next game and improving from this one to the next. But uh, really pleased with the leadership and the guys on the field. So I'll take any questions you guys have. Okay, well, so <coughs> questions from Jay Drew, Dress Up Desert News, then go to Mitch Harper, KSL, and then Jared Lloyd, Daily Herald. Hey, Kalani, because of the nature of your schedule this year and the way the uh, the pollsters vote, do you feel any pressure at all to, to get style points, as it were? Obviously, you haven't against Navy and again tonight, but does that thought ever enter your mind? No, I just want to win games and, and uh, you know, play with sportsmanship and, and, and do things the right way. I, I, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, it doesn't look good for the stats that, that our red zone offense, you know, we, we've had to kneel down the, the ball twice now and it's okay. I, I like being in those, I like being in, in a situation where I have to make those decisions, you know, but uh, I don't believe in style points. I believe in just winning the game and, and establishing a, an identity that we want to get done for that game. And I felt like we've done it the last two weeks. Uh, obviously looking forward to the matchup with Louisiana Tech. But, yeah, I just feel like <clears throat> this is the right thing to do. And, and uh, you know, we, we did some great things. The other 59 minutes were full of our our team playing the right way and and, and uh, look at those minutes for the style points. I, I know people look at the scoreboard and things like that, and that's okay. I, I feel like we were able to play our style of football and, and represent the right way. Kalani, how satisfying is it for you to get a, a win, a 41-point win in a game where you had to dig into your depth and you had to overcome some adversity with personnel and navigating this this pandemic and as far as personnel goes? 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I, I think that, you know, looking at the coaches and the staff, I, I, I thought they prepared, prepared really well. And then they, they, you know, looking at the practices, the things that we've had to do since we, you know, had to postpone the Army game, I was really, really happy with the way the coaches worked with the, with the players. And, you know, we, we had another uh, another small group of players that joined us on on Thursday. And so we didn't have a lot of time with them and wanted to just monitor their the physical part if they're in condition and, and good enough to play in the game. And um, we, we knew that we were going to have to use a, a good number of different players. And uh, we wanted to get the scheme right, that make sure our guys are going to play, you know, assignment sound football and, and, and on offense, defense, and special teams. So I was really pleased with the way the guys prepped. Um, you know, this is that's just kind of what you have to deal with when you're when you're going through the, the pandemic. You know, dealing with COVID, and and so we're, we're going to have to keep continue to do that every week and, and monitor our guys, but uh, also know that there's a chance that some guys might not be able to play, and we might have to uh, check out the depth. And, and we've done a lot of cross training with our guys, and, and luckily it's helping us out, especially in, in the game tonight. Kalani, you touched on this, but I wanted to ask about that sequence after the muffed punt for the defense to go out and force a turnover on downs and thus be able to kind of set the tone for the game and not let Troy get any momentum off of off of the turnover. Yeah, I mean, the guys, it helps having great leaders on the team, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, after we forced the punt, uh, the, I love the way the defense responded to the fact that they had to get back on the field and go. And they sprinted on the field and were excited to play again. And, and uh, you know, <clears throat> regardless of, of what happens in the next series, you have a great chance if your guys are fired up, ready to go. And and, and it was more like just having um, Dax's back in that, in that situation. I believe it was Dax. Was it Dax that muffed that? Yeah, so it was like just the players supporting their teammates and showing them love and, and, and you know, having his back and getting out there and doing it. And, and look what it did for Dax the rest of the night. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm just thankful that I have great leadership on the team, great coaches that, that prep their guys well, and then and, 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 uh, looking forward to keeping it going with these guys. I, I thought, you know, we were tested at, at times, and we knew what we were trying to get established on defensive side and offense, and I felt like we did that. We got, got it done. Still disappointed about giving up the, that big play uh, at the end of the first half like, to give them seven points. But I love how the offense responded back and got a long field goal at the end of the half to, to end it the right way. But just uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you look on the on the film and tonight I'll, I'll be able to watch it. But I feel like we have some big plays that we left out. There's some sacks that we could have got and and definitely some interceptions. We had our hand on the ball, and I thought we made some great reads. We just got to come down with those. Turnovers will be big for us, and, and hopefully you know, we can improve on that next week. Questions from Jake Hatch and then Sean Walker. Lonnie, you've seen a lot of your guys get action in these games because you've been up so big so early in them. How beneficial is it to get them live reps in games? Yeah, it's been huge for us. I mean, uh, that's, you know, and, but we're also a deep team. We have a lot of guys that have played a lot of, a lot of minutes on the field uh, that, that are giving us really quality depth, you know, so um I think that's the key. We've 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 been in this situation where injuries have forced us to play a lot of different guys. Uh, maybe maybe without them having a lot of experience, but now we have depth where there's a lot of experience and guys can get on the field. And it's not like a, you know we're not missing that. It's not a huge drop off from one to two right now. And and uh, hopefully we can keep that going. And like to see not that be be a huge drop off from two to three. And and hopefully we don't get there with some of the with some of the issues. But we may have to get there if. if you know, guys test positive and we have to quarantine and things like that. And that's just a different, that's just, that adds more stress and anxiety to the whole mix that you, you know, we're going to test again and, and make sure that, you know, we have to see what the results are that, that I feel, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough, stressful situation when you're testing and waiting for the results. But um, I thought our guys handled it like champs and I'm just, I just like the way our guys play tonight. There's a lot of energy and you can feel it from the sideline, you know, and, um, just, uh, I, I love the way that they respond to the fact that no fans are going to, that was a little bit of a downer, you know, for a lot of the guys that no fans are going to be here. And, um, the players are talking about, you know, governor's announcement and support of the team and they understand it. You know, and I just want to, I, I like the way that this team governs itself and the players, um, are there to help support them and communicate with each other. They just making my job a lot easier as a head coach. But you talked about how. 
Coach, you talked about how big it was for the guys to have Dax's back after that muffed punt. What about the way that he responded to that muff punt coming back 140 yards, had that really nice long touchdown run. Is that just something that, that just speaks to his maturity and kind of growth in this game that he can have that short memory and put it aside and, and have a, one of the best games of his career? Definitely. You know, that this, this game is, um, it's a lot of mistakes that could happen. We talked about it as a team that we're going to, we're going to face some adversity. We went for it on fourth down quite often, you know what I mean? And, and um, that, that's just what we're going to do. I think they stuffed us a, you know, a couple of times and, and a decent defense had to respond, but these guys have each other's back and then they love each other. They, they love playing for each other. They love playing for their families and for the fans. And so, um, you know, that we knew Dax was going to be fine. I think the, he was excited to get back out there and, and, and get the next punt, you know. So, um, yeah, just love the way the guys play. I, I thought I thought the offense did, did a great job pr- protecting the football the rest of the night, you know. And, and um, you have to give Troy credit that they're, they're, they're a good team. They have a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism on that team. And I felt like our um, offense and defense were able to take that – speed and minimize it a little bit and then show also show that we have some speed too. You know, I, I, we keep talking about other people and their athleticism and speed, but I saw a lot of receivers making big plays and running by guys. And I saw you know, our defense running down guys too. So, um, you know, we'll we have to keep proving it. And this is just another one game and looking forward to improving on the next one. And, and uh, our guys have a lot to prove. So we'll, we'll get some of the things fixed and uh, make sure that we get, get better next week. Two more questions from Jared Lloyd and Mitch Harper. Lonnie, well, the defensive effort, you give up 149 yards in game one, 181 tonight. That's got to be pretty pleasing for someone with your defensive background, just to see the, the defense, the way that it stood tall in these first two games and, and made plays no matter who was on the field. Yeah, and I, I thought that the presence up front was felt. That's that's what we wanted on both sides of the ball, you know, on defense and offensive line. We we want those big guys to lead the way, and uh, you know, I, I felt like we were able to do some things in the past game because of uh, you know we established a run game and be physical up front, and then on defense, I thought we we handled the run really well with with the front. I think Kyrus and the boys were ready to roll, you know, and and. Um, just, I, I like the way our team responded. I like the way they answered the call to be physical and tough. And, you know, let's let's find some more consistency and do it again for the third week. You know, this is a different beast that we're going to face with Louisiana Tech, but <clears throat> I think our guys are ready for it. And I just, it really helps having a bunch of veteran guys on the team and guys that, I say veteran, but it's like a lot of, a lot of older guys that have, have played and some of them are still sophomores and juniors, but they've been, they've been in this situation playing a lot of minutes, you know, and, and you just got a good feel from these guys. I just love the way our team is working together and, and the, the way they respond to a lot of different things, including the pandemic, you know, and things that we asking them to do. And, you know, this, I thought we've, we've been handling the testing and, and the pandemic really well and looking forward to keep improving so we can keep playing this game. Kalani, Zach's throws to a career high 392 tonight. What's led to this point in, in Zach's career where he's made this big leap forward as a quarterback? I think Zach's leadership is, is starting to show. And, and I mentioned this um, last game that, you know, this is he had a great offseason, you know, before he'd had to, you know, he, he had to kind of nurse some injuries and get back from it. Right. And this is the first time that he had a great offseason, being able to just take care of his stuff and perfect his craft. He's throwing the ball really well. He's seeing things really well, making the be- the, the, the right checks, you know, and putting the guys in the right spot. And, and, and there's a lot of still room for improvement, you know, and I know that Zach will think that, that this isn't the great, the, the good enough. There's some things that I know that he, there's some plays I know he wish he could, he could have back, but man, I, I just like the way he's working. I like the way he's leading this team. You know, he's, he's played a lot of, a lot of games for us, a lot of minutes and the guys look to him as a leader. And I, I like the way he and Baylor and Jaron, that whole quarterback room is working. So uh, we'll keep, we'll keep flowing with him. And I think his leadership is, is uh, he still feel a lot more comfortable being a leader um, now being here for so long, you know, it's been a long, yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, he's played a lot of games. So, but the improvement that I, this is the stuff that you won't be able to see is that the things that he did during the off season on a personal level to improve his game is starting to really show. So, and, and he's not the only one. There's a lot of guys on our team that, 
you know, really improve their skills and, and, and be able to perfect their craft a little bit more. So that helps out having a bunch of guys that are intrinsically motivated and, 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 um, you know, guys that I can trust. Okay. Thank you, coach. All right, guys, stay safe. Appreciate it. Kalani Sataki at the podium and a lot of great comments there. And, you know, will all these guys can do is play the opponents they were able to schedule. Yep. So it just happened to be Navy who wasn't able to practice and they put 55 on him. It just happened to be Troy that, you know, Troy wasn't even quite the football team that I expected to see in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. But, you know, to Kalani's point, these guys are doing exactly what they were asked to do. Their get-offs, their techniques, you know, just all the motions that they've been coached and asked to do. You really can't ask for more. You, you 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 can't and and one of the things is uh, I'm sure Kalani's sitting here thinking and um, the staff is thinking w- w- there's one thing that's wonderful in life um, winning what, what winning becomes something that you learn and, and and so one of the things that makes BYU dangerous this year because there, there there could be games added and things of that nature um, who knows what's going to happen by the time this thing is all said and done but winning does create uh, once you start winning you, you can get things rolling mm-hmm. so at the end of the day I don't care who they're playing that the biggest thing is learning to win um, and learning to win consistently and not having letdowns when the when you do play teams that you should beat um, and that's hopefully what these guys are getting out of this to gain some momentum to keep this going um, into whatever happens here towards the end of the season and then moving forward into 2021 um, and that that schedule they're going to play next year right uh, giving these guys experience and giving them confidence is a dangerous thing and, and and I think that's what they're getting they're getting that momentum and that confidence and that consistency that consistency of expecting to win because it's been up and down for the last four years here at BYU there hadn't been consistent winning 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 and this is might be just what the doctor ordered for BYU to be able to roll off five six seven eight nine wins in a row that does something to you that does something for the program you know and I do have to mention you know both Navy and Troy are division one programs and and you know, I, I could throw in the experience of Brian Brown, our producer, who's back in the studio, who's played some college football. I'll throw in your experience through college football, through high school. I'll throw in mine, you know, going back to fourth grade, through high school, through college, through three years of NFL, four years of AFL. I might have three games that I won 55 to three yeah. or 48 to whatever. What was it tonight? 40, 48, seven. 48 to seven. There might be two or three times that I ever won by that margin. Oh, oh yeah. Let alone it being Division One athletes. Like that, it's still a huge feat to be able to win like that. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, winning at anything is not easy. I mean, winning is hard. Um, and and what what you do know is Troy uh, was preparing to win. They wanted to win the game. Their players did play hard. It's not they didn't quit. Um, I, I think they're they're a fine coach team. I just feel like Brigham Young is very well coached, and, and they have a lot of depth, a lot of depth. I mean, we, we you know we I you know I like to talk about the backs. I was really happy with every back that I saw in the backfield this year uh, today, including Miles Davis, that I'm a big uh, I'm a really big fan of. I've been high on him since uh, you know I. You know, I work with high school athletes, and yeah. I was involved with actually finding Miles Davis and seeing him and being like, um, he, he, I'll tell you, let me tell you how competitive this is. Miles Davis, if you watch his high school highlight film, it's, 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 like, it's like watching Reggie Bush. That's how good he is. You watch his high school highlight film. He, um, he did not have a lot of offers. He was really under-recruited. He got recruited early, and then things fell off. He was... He was one inch away from siding with my, with uh, playing for Jay Hill, and then oh, okay. and, and then BYU snuck in, found him late, and that's how you have Miles Davis playing here. I do expect him to be a dominant player for years to come, and he's really and he really is a player. We actually signed him to play corner, and tonight you see him play. And he can play receiver, he can play running back, he can play corner, or he can play safety. So I'm excited about that. And he had some really nice runs late in the game to uh, as they were, as we were icing the game. He did. He ended up with five carries for 30 yards. He had a, an 11 yard run, yeah, and and did look really good at times. Um, 
So Miles Davis, definitely somebody everybody needs to look forward to. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back. You'll hear from some of the BYU players and their performance tonight. We are live at the TridayTrading.com studios right here at Thanksgiving Point. TridayTrading.com, if you're looking for a way to make a little extra money, get on to TridayTrading.com, sign up for their demo account. It's 10 bucks. it's 30 days inside that live day trading experience. You get 30 days for 10 bucks. And by the way, all $10 going to Underground Railroad and that operation trying to take care of, of uh, child trafficking and, and other terrible things. So uh, the entire $10 will be donated to charity. Go to TridayTrading.com, sign up, and get yourself going in the day trading world. We'll come right back to that sound of those BYU players next. Wilson sprinting left, throws end zone, and it's caught, touchdown. That was a great throw. The tight end, Isaac Rex. That was a really nice job. Rex just slipped out, and again, you've got Wilson showing you all the various skills. He throws on the move, resets his feet nicely. And a nice drop ball over the defender, drops it over his head, right for Rex. He's put on a real show tonight. So it's 20 to nothing. The extra point is up and good. Hans Olsen, Will Snowden, live at the TridayTrading.com studios here at Thanksgiving Point. Lopini Katoa is at the podium. We'll throw it over to him now. Okay, come back to me. Lopini Katoa uh, just leaving the podium. We will see who comes up to the podium next, and we'll jump out to him. Um, Will, we were just talking a little bit in the break. We were talking about this defensive line for BYU. I just haven't seen action and hip movement and hand movement. I haven't How seen. How about the get off? I mean, I, I, yeah, the get offs. I, I I haven't seen that. Uh, I, I, you know, I I put that video of Zach Daw in that quick pass rush, and people were like, oh, that's just a terrible step by the offensive tackle. No, 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 hold on. If, if you go back, if I take the wide angle, I could show you that Zach had the first step, which forced him to step underneath himself. I always say nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Yeah. What, what happened is there's a reason that step was bad. Zach was off like he, uh, Hussein, like he was Hussein Bolt. Absolutely. He, just, he, he was out of the gate. And, and maybe I'll go back and I'll do a recording of that. Hey, Kyrus Tong at the podium right now talking about his two sacks. Uh, it's been uh, we trust our offense and in, in everything they do. So if they want to be aggressive and um, and go for it on on critical downs, and if they don't get it, we're we're super we're super excited. So it was fun to uh, to go right back out and uh, to get a stop. Okay, we'll take questions. Yeah, Darnell, and then Brandon, and then Sean Walker. Yeah, Kyrus, can you describe the experience of playing in an empty stadium? I know la- uh, the last game against Navy, there were some fans there, but. What was that experience like for you and your teammates? Um, it's fun. Um, we're just grateful to even to even play and have this opportunity. But uh, we definitely miss the fans, and um, we know that they're watching, and so we're grateful for them. And um, we just can't wait to to see you guys out there. Yeah, Kyrus, the defensive line really stood out again. You guys are getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. We all knew how good you were coming into the season. How good are you? Are these guys stepping up? Like, like uh, uh, you're back. I'm forgetting his name name right now. But uh, uh, just some of the other guys, we could just give a shout out to them. And, and what are they doing to maybe help you in that regard? Uh, our D line has been working super hard this whole off season, and uh, they're just grateful to even to get the time. As soon as um, the numbers are called, they're uh, giving 100 percent effort. So grateful for for guys who who come and play. If it's a uh, one snap or 90 snaps, whatever they can get, they'll they'll give 100 percent of effort. So grateful for the D line and and all they do in their hard work. It, yeah, Kyrus, you mentioned how just how excited and amped up you were to get back on the field after the offense kind of let you guys back in that first quarter do you feel like you guys have a I don't know if it's a responsibility or or do you just do you feel like you can kind of on defense you can kind of set the tone for the offense and and sort of help them pave the way make their job a little bit easier that kind of thing I think it goes both ways Uh, we feed off the uh 
off the offense and the offense feed off of us. And the same with special teams. Anytime they, uh, that's a big play that's being made, um, it just gets the juices going with, with everyone on the sideline or whoever's coming in. So I think it's, uh, it goes both ways. We're, we're super excited every time the offense make plays. And I know they're, they're super excited when every time we get three now. So it's, uh, it's just all fun. So. Okay, we'll take two more questions from Jake Hatch and Jared Lloyd. Kyrus, you guys had 17 sacks the entire season last year. Through two games this year, you guys already have nine. What's been the key to you guys getting more sacks and just more disruptive plays? I think just trusting in our play, um, just just playing ball and just trusting in our our technique and everything that we've uh, we've practiced. So just it's just going out and um, executing what we've uh, we've been doing so far uh, during camp. In two games, Kyrus, you guys have not allowed another team to get more than seven points, not more than two hundred total yards. How proud are you of what you two have been, what your what you guys have been able to accomplish in two games against two very different styles of offense? Oh, I'm super. I'm super happy. Uh, with with everything that's going on on the defensive side, um, everyone flying around, everyone's trusting in each other, and we're just having fun. It's been a it's been a fun couple of weeks, and we continue just to to go on throughout the season, and continue just to have fun and uh, make plays. Uh, Jay, we'll let you have one one quick question. Yeah, Kyrus, this might be a question better suited for an offensive guy, but but uh, you always give us a straight answer. Um, when you see your coach like take a knee and not run up the score, uh, do you like to see that, or do you, would you rather just have the pedal gas pedal on all the way to the end? I, I, I like uh, I like scoring, but Kalani's a, a classy guy, and um, Coach Pugh on, on the other side of the ball is is always a uh, respect and. Uh, that's something I, I love about Coach Kalani is uh, no matter who the opponent is, um, we'll always show respect and in, in class and uh, good sportsmanship. So it's fun. We don't see it at, at the at the moment, but uh, we realize it as soon as uh, it happens. So it was fun. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. There you go, Kairos Tonga. Kairos Tonga at the podium. Uh, Hansel and Will Snowden, your Cougar Post Game Show. Live at the TridayTrading.com studios, you heard some of uh, Tonga's comments right there. Talked about how all last year they had 17 sacks. They've already racked up nine in the first two games. And he said, we're just trusting our techniques. What else are you seeing from that defense? Are, are, are you seeing different formation sets? Or? Yeah, yeah. well, they are moving around much, but they really are They, they really are giving you um, – I haven't seen as much stunting. I, I've seen them actually just line up and say, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to defeat the double team. And uh, so Kyrus is going to defeat the double team. Uh, we're going to work Daw on the outside and let him go to work on this tackle. And, it, and it's working. But obviously, it seems like they're in good shape. They're really coming off the ball. A couple years ago, I watched Kyrus play. And, I, and I, I'll be tell, honest, I, I just said to myself, Kyrus has a lot. He has a lot of potential, but a lot of work to do for me to, to evaluate him as a true NFL prospect. Kyrus has went to went to work, and there's no question that he's a, that he's playing at the level to be drafted. Um, so I, I think that Kyrus, by the time this is all said and done this year, will play himself into the draft, not a free agent spot, into the draft, and he might be playing for. And he might, if he really continues to work and has a good offseason as well, he might find himself dropping in that on that second day. Really, he does look good, and, and more importantly, he's showing me that he has a motor. I was always concerned about is what where is this dude's motor? Can he really? turn it on and obviously he's done that weekend and week out these last two weeks and uh, obviously we were impressed with what he did last year I think he really had a, a good solid year last year um, but he's shown the growth coming into the senior season I think Tonga was probably a seventh round pick or a free agent coming out of last year yes and I, I, I think the reason he came back was an effort to try to build that resume was try to try to build that resume and see if he could work himself into the draft and he's doing exactly that we'll take a quick break and we'll come back to a little bit more sound and will and i will wrap up our final thoughts on this byu troy game next here on your cougar post game show not really been a factor 
Walker. And Wilson's keeping it. Touchdown, Zach Wilson. His second rushing touchdown of the game. BYU's pouring it on. With zone read down here, and I don't know, it just it felt or looked like Troy had no real response there. They were completely fooled on a simple zone read play. Breaking down a little BYU football early on a Sunday morning. Hans Olsen, Will Snowden, live at the TridayTrading.com studios. So thankful to have my co-host next to me. Uh, Will, I do appreciate you coming down and doing some early morning radio. Well, it's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing to be here with you. And uh, we had some guests in here tonight. That was amazing. We did. It made my whole night. And 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 and, and uh, really, you know, because it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I know the fans don't understand what goes into this, and it's a lot of hard work, but by a lot of people um, that I appreciate uh, putting this on and, and letting me come and talk about BYU football. That I have such a passion in deep, deep, deep deep love for um and love to see them win and 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 do a good job at you know and, and actually do it with class i like what kyra said about about you about your friend and, and the head coach of brigham young of what he's instilling in these young men of how they're gonna how how we carry ourselves um on the field off the field uh with dignity and respect and and, and good sportsmanship um, i think that's uh that says a lot about about what Kalani's doing that effect he's having on these young men that's going to last them the rest of their lives kind of like Lavelle what he did for us so 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 I like him carrying on that tradition and all the coaches who've all been through BYU since I left I mean mm -hmm. they all wanted they all instilled great things um, in these young men and, and guys go to that school leave and have successful careers and whatever they do so I'm just proud to be a part of it proud to be a part uh, hanging out with the best radio guy in the country not in the state of Utah in the country hands uh it's a it's a honor to work with you i thought you were talking about sean or tech i thought sure. <laughs> well, well sean is if that goes without yeah. saying that goes without saying um to that point that you were just talking about will with the uh your greatness no 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 the, the sportsmanship with <laughs> okay. kalani uh you you realize kalani has left 14 points on the field by taking knees uh, he could have beat he could have beat navy by 62 and he could have beat um he could have beat Troy by 55. Yeah, he really could have. And, and, and that just shows do you, do you need those points for well, what BYU is trying to do and who they're playing. Will that make a difference? Well, I hope it doesn't. I mean, I, I, I really hope it doesn't. But when computers roll, run, run things, it, it, it could. Um, but I think that they're winning by more than enough. Um, to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And uh, Kalani's always going to win and win with class, and uh, that's what he continues to do. Taking on a really good offense coming up next week against Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech putting up 66 points, and, you know, they're doing some nice things offensively. But again, Will, it's not an opponent that they should lose to. It's an opponent that they should beat. But I, I still can feel it, like in both of us, just a little bit, a little bit gun-shy. A little bit gun-shy because, you know, you and I have sat on air and we've been like, hey, you know, BYU should take care of business, and they don't. Yeah. And that's happened the last couple of years that you and I have been on the air together. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you, brother. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, BYU will smack. They will put down the smack down like the rock. Um, the people's elbow. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the people's elbow is coming next week, it? and it's gonna be. And you know what happens when you get the people's elbow? Are we gonna smell? Go to la, 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 what the cougars <laughs> yeah, are cooking? What they're cooking, and, and and they're cooking some amazing things. Um, in 2020, this is the, the everything that we've been through. Um, as a state, as a country, the Cougars are gonna are gonna are, are they're 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 rolling, and, and it's not going to stop. That train is rolling, and it's rolling downhill, um, and it's going at a very fast pace. It's picking up some wonderful, wonderful, uh, some speed, and and, and and the steam is coming out. Everything that you like when you hear the choo choo train yeah. coming, they're coming. And Louisiana Tech is uh, they better be really prepared for this because they're going to take a bad beating. And I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I think the Cougars are going to absolutely smack these boys very, very, very well. Good to hear. Yeah, but one thing I didn't get a chance to talk about, Hans, I know I'm talking a little bit crazy. You know, the uh, the energy came back into the room tonight because, you know, I was a little bit down earlier. I'm feeling tired, and yeah. then I got some energy here. Uh, 
let's talk about Mason Wake. You know he's a, 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 a someone that I worked with in high school. What a great athlete. Two touchdowns, his first two touch collegiate touchdowns, he has two tonight. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to the kid. I mean, he looked apart. Um, I talked a little, a little bit about lining him up in the backfield, um, and they line him up in, in, when they go in that I formation, put him at fullback. He had a nice touchdown. And now I'm trying to tell Cougar Nation and anyone else who's listening, Mason Wake can tote the rock from tailback as well. He can do a lot. He can he can run it from the tailback position, the fullback position. He can line up as a tight end. He can line up in the slot. He's a dangerous man. Well, that fullback dive came on a fourth down. We actually went back and reviewed that play. Uh, Impey had gotten beat the play before on the third down. Yeah, yeah. Number 95 beat him to the point, knocked Katoa nearly out. Yeah. And then Impey took his number, took a hard play side step. 95 was offset on the negative and took a hard play side step. Root him up under, started driving him back, and Wake took that rock and just like a submarine fired and hit right in the back of Impey's legs. Yeah, yeah. But Impey had him two yards in the in the end zone. Yeah. And and Wake with the nice touchdown. So yeah, yeah it was fun to see him yeah. score Doing a couple well. of yeah, touchdowns. Yeah. Really excited for him. All right, well, uh, wrap this one up for us. Uh, dominant, dominant performance. Uh, all BYU fans across the country, alumni, uh, should be very happy with with the product that that Coach Sataki and his staff have put out. It's a very, very good of uh, the very, very good product that represents the school well, represents the church well, represents football well. They're, they're playing the game the way it should be played. I'm proud to be alumni of Brigham Young University. I'm proud to be a part of this uh, of, of this show, and I expect the train to keep on rolling um and it's going to get rolling pretty pretty quickly um so you know i do wake up every morning with a little bit of uh nerves of you know what's the news going to tell me um that could ruin my day and i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna wake up tomorrow i'm gonna wake up on the on on in this i'm gonna wake up today um because it is sunday morning a little later today. yeah a little later today and i'm gonna be happy i'm gonna smile and be thankful that i got a chance to watch the cougars play and win um and, and win with class it went win with you know sometimes let's just be honest we just completely outclassed them you know, and, and that's what it was. We outclassed them. The, the, the we beat them very solidly, and and sometimes you get outclassed. And, and, did, and it, did it as gentlemen. And, and as gentlemen, mm-hmm. and, and I'm happy with that. So um, we're rolling um, on to the next. I do expect a big win next next week. Uh, the the O line. The, the reality is the trench is just playing too good on. But just the O line and D line is very dominant, and I and I I see them really getting better each week. So I I, I just don't think. Louisiana Tech even has uh, a chance, and I guarantee you that center is going to be trembling as he evaluates that film tomorrow, and he evaluates that film on Monday and Tuesday. It's just like having six days of nightmare, and then the nightmare becoming reality on Saturday, and, and that's what I think is going to happen. You watch that film enough, and you say, man, I don't know how to handle this guy, you know, and, and maybe this guy's up to the challenge. I'm just not sure he really knows um, that this man from Tonga is coming. That's Will Snowden, former BYU running back. Of course, my co-host here on the BYU pre- and post-game shows for the last few years, and we appreciate his time. Uh, big thanks to Brian Brown back in the studio for getting us on air and doing a fantastic job. Thank you, Brian. Sound. Big thank you to Sean as well down here teching this thing and getting us on and off air. We appreciate all the work that he puts in. And a big thanks to Ryan and James and the crew down here at TridayTrading.com for leaving their studio open until early Sunday morning. We appreciate all you for listening, and we will be back for the next game, BYU taking on Louisiana Tech next weekend here on 97.5, 12 into the zone in the Zone Sports Network.